0: everybody, and welcome to Satisfy My Gemini, a conversational safari into the heart of the Aquarian Age. Astrology, theory, and practice, healing, inspiration, beauty, and a delicious, nutritious assortment of metaphysical tapas. I'm your host, Sarah. Hey, everybody, this is an episode that I um, recorded. A few days ago talking about a couple of the transits that are coming up that are going to be exact on august 11th as well as uranus and taurus which is something we're going to be experiencing for the next few years so i hope you find it interesting and have fun hey everybody so i just have a little snippet of some thoughts i want to share about a couple of things having to do with some transits that are coming up And um, the planet Uranus, which um, I have been having this feeling for the last little while, um, because Uranus is in Taurus now, which happened in um, the late winter slash spring of this year. It moved permanently into the sign of Taurus, where it's going to be until 2026. And um, I have just had this really good feeling about it, like that somehow... Um, the Uranus and Taurus thing was a really good pairing. And I couldn't figure out why that was because um, Uranus is the planet of radical change and of individuality. And it is an energy that likes to change things up. It likes to shake things up and um, it's revolutionary. And Taurus is a sign that very much likes things the way it likes them. And it's very much about persistence and steadiness and um, a lot of times wants to keep things the same way at all costs so um, and that's just one aspect of the taurian energy and how it can manifest but they're not necessarily um, apparently energy that you would think of working together well and i finally figured out that the reason i felt this way is because one aspect of Taurian energy is that Taurus really loves independence and it really loves to have its own space and its own stuff the way that it likes it. Um there is this um aspect of the Taurian energy that really has to do with physical resources. It's a very very physical sign and it does have to do with wealth and it has to do with personal values. And so I feel like that the energy of Uranus and Taurus is actually energizing and um, empowering the energy that's necessary for small businesses and people that work for themselves, which is really exciting. And obviously it just feels like everybody's doing that these days. It's getting to be bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just really cool because it's like this Divine energy, which is something I always talk about on the show, that is perfectly timed. That's showing up and helping everyone to claim their independence, to claim what they feel like is valuable, to claim ownership and stewardship over their own personal resources, and being able to make that work for them in an individual way. And um, it's just, it's just really exciting because it's like the world is opening up to people being able to create products that they really believe in and. To offer services that are really unique based on their own personal expertise. And like um, there's this planetary placement in the sky that is really, really showing up and helping out with that. So that's something that I've had in my mind for the last little while and that I wanted to bring in right now because of some planetary movements that are going to be happening this week, which I'll talk to you about in a minute. But um, there's an idea which... um, i haven 't i haven 't really gotten to the bottom of where i 'm at with this yet there is this um, concept in especially in classical astrology, but pretty much most professional astrologers are aware of this and give some weight to it in terms of looking at planetary placements, which is the idea of planetary exaltation, which means that um, Each one of the planets have a sign or signs that it rules over. So for instance, um, the sign of Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury. So if Mercury is in Gemini, it's called being in its domicile, but it basically means that Mercury in that placement is really strong. So that's true for all of the planets if they are in what is essentially their home sign. But that there's also another sign which isn't a sign that it rules, but it's a sign that it really loves being in and that it can express itself in a really powerful and influential and strong way if it's in that sign. So say for the planet Venus, which rules over Taurus and Libra, it's actually exalted in the sign of Pisces. So if you have Venus in Pisces, it's um, considered to be in its exaltation, which is a great placement for venus and it can express itself in a really positive way there so with the outer planets um, which is a show i'm just i'm really like super pumped to talk about the outer planets sometime soon Um, i have a lot to say about them because the way that they manifest is really special and it's worth knowing about and paying attention to definitely but um, because of the fact that the outer planets, which are Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, are relatively new in the astrological um, landscape. I mean, Uranus was um, discovered in the 1700s, so it's it's all relative in terms of that. But it's still relatively new. And um, so it's actually still somewhat... Um, hypothetical when astrologers talk about what the, exalt, the exaltation signs would be for those three outer planets and um, apparently a lot of astrologers agree that the exaltation sign for Uranus is Scorpio which would make the opposite sign which is Taurus its fall which is a difficult placement. Um, whenever a planet is in the sign of its fall it actually has a harder time expressing itself um in the classical system so um i (laughs) for whatever it's worth i can't say that i subscribe to that idea because i feel like uranus is in a spot that it really loves and it feels really positive and powerful to me right now for whatever that's worth um I feel like this is something that's going to bring in some extremely positive and beneficial and just tasty changes. Um, And that it's really supporting everybody to be able to do their own thing, which is really exciting. Um, Everybody can kind of figure out what's going to work for them and come up with a system that works for them and figure out what's important to them without um, having to do it the way that it's always been done. And I just think that is really great and I am pumped on it. So um, on the 11th of this week, on August 11th, Jupiter is going to be moving direct for the first time in a few months. And within an hour, Uranus is going to be moving retrograde, where it's going to stay until the very beginning of 2020. So Jupiter moving direct is really moving the energy forward, um, which is some of the stuff that we talked about in the podcast for the new moon in Leo. Because of the fact that we made it through eclipse season and that we've seen... Um, the new moon after that so we are really moving forward in a new way after all the crazy stuff that happened last month and um, so there's really already some forward moving energy that wasn't present before and things are a lot lighter and they're moving more easily and Jupiter going direct is actually going to line itself up perfectly um, with that so it's going to be bringing in blessings it's going to be Bringing in forward-moving impetus and some things that have maybe felt like they were on hold are going to get unstuck and be able to move move forward in a positive way, and um, yeah, I mean the energy that it's coming in, it's really in a really great spot to be to be able to facilitate moving things forward and um, in a really positive way. But it's also it's grounded as well, and the Uranus moving um, into a retrograde, which Because of the fact that Uranus is so far away, it actually spends a good portion of time in retrograde. But this period is a lot more about internalizing things than about moving things forward. So really pay attention to what you feel like has been happening in your life since since basically the spring of this year. And really think about ways in which you've been able to claim your independence and issues around independence and personal resources especially. So anything that's been going on with that and um, as well as thinking about what you would like to achieve with that because this is a chance to really see how the energy is working and to be able to assimilate it and be conscious of it on an inner level so that after the new year 2020 there will be a new surge of energy to do with that Uranian theme that will be able to move things forward having to do with that. But... um, Overall, the whole energy of both of those, there really is a positive, forward-moving, light-and-lovely type vibe. And I think this is really something that is awesome if you work for yourself. So I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit about that. And um, so I'm not sure where I'm going to stick this snippet, if I'm going to make it into its own episode or if I'm just going to stick it in with another Um, forecast episode just yet but I wanted to make sure that you knew about that and I am sending you lots of love and positive vibes and I'm looking forward to talking to you again very soon If you are enjoying the podcast, the most wonderful and lovely way you can support it is to subscribe to it wherever your favorite platform is to listen to podcasts and to come to iTunes to leave a positive review and rating and to connect to me on the Instagram for this podcast, which is at satisfy my Gemini. And I really appreciate your support and I love hearing from you and I am sending you lots of love, positive vibes, and looking forward to talking to you again very soon.